Greetings to you, Panther Nation. Uh, a little bit different voice on the old podcast here to get us started uh, this go-round. This is Prowler Advisor Justin Spencer bringing you this special edition from the Panther Pit. Uh, one of the things that we like to do here on the Prowler is uh, we like our seniors uh, from time to time over the years. They have um, written what we have done, uh, what we call legacy pieces. Uh, and for, for this particular legacy piece, uh, we felt that it was only appropriate to do it via podcast. Um, you, you've heard his voice for the last two years now here on From the Panther Pit. You may have also heard him announcing basketball games, baseball games, softball games. Uh, in his time here on The Prowler in less than two years, um, he has written and published nearly 200 stories and uh, it, is, it is my honor and certainly a pleasure here this afternoon to be sitting down with none other than sports editor, class of 2021, soon to be graduate, Mr. Daniel Stackhouse. All right, so, so all that said, Stackhouse, um, how are you doing this afternoon? Uh, I'm doing great, man. How are you? I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to, to sitting down. I know you and I over the, over the year, year and a half there. Uh, I guess two years of you doing the podcasting and stuff. We, we've got to talk Stars Mill Sports a little bit. But today, uh, we, we get to talk about you and your time with the Prowler and your time here at Stars Mill and all that. Um, so it's kind of fun. We get to kind of flip the script a little bit. I get to, I get to ask you some questions. So I'm going to jump right into it, man. Um, nearly 200 stories in less than two years. And that includes last year, which was shortened by COVID. How'd you do it? How'd I do it? I could... I mean... I really liked writing about Stars Mill Sports. Like when I started with softball, I was like, "Yeah, this is a lot of fun," and it was easy. For, it was easy for me to just keep on going because it, I kind of just got into the groove. And when you when, when you get into the groove of like, okay, yeah, I'm loving what's going on. I'm love I'm loving being able to make, to observe what's going on and write about it and share it with other people. It's very easy to get things going and going. Even when the times I was getting burned out, I still w was able to find other reasons to keep me going. So I think uh, I was able I was able to just it, I found something I really enjoyed and just kept on running with it. And when you find something you enjoy, I mean, there's not really you, it's not really that hard to keep on going with it. And now, and you kind of touched on something there. Like that was one of my other questions that, that I wanted to ask you. Like throughout throughout the two years, I know I know we could talk about like the. The struggles and the difficulty. Obviously, it's hard to it's hard to be a sports writer when GHSA cancels sports and there's no sports for the spring. But like when we're talking 200 stories and, and everything you've accomplished, I mean, I know that's that's coverage, that's um, that's podcasting, that's that's coaches' corner videos, all that kind of stuff. Like when we when we talk about that number and what you've achieved, um, like well, any struggles along the way? Oh yeah, I mean, writer's block is obviously one of those things that I think, like, if you're dedicated as a writer and you want your craft to be as good as it possibly can be, you're gonna hit, you're gonna be hitting walls sooner or later. Was it a wall so much? I'm sorry, I'm gonna cut you off there. Was not it a, so was it a wall so much of not knowing what to say or like fearing that you're getting stuck in a rut? Yes, I think it's kind of the same thing. It's kind of like, do you, are you really saying this? Are you really depicting the story the best way you possibly can? Or in the same way, are you just kind of like going by, or are you going by the motions? There's some part of you just kind of doing it to the point where there's not enough refinement and where it's like, hey, I'm just kind of saying the same things over and over. It's like growing stale. Yeah, and that, that's a very hard thing because like we, we talked about the idea of like MLB B writers, they're writing at least like 160 stories per year. 
and that's very easy to make to make go stale. So it's it's all about just kind of like finding the it's all the whole thing with getting out of those wall getting getting past those walls is just trying to find ways around them or find ways to break through them. And burnout's a really good thing with the with the not only the amount of stories I was working on throughout the entire year, but also some other obligations I had throughout the, my past two years. It was easy to burn myself out, but at that point, it's kind of I'd say this to anybody: if you're going through a burnout, just like chill for a second, like just kind of like take a step back. Like if you're going, if you're putting out stuff at a fast rate, slow that pace down so you don't so you don't crash and burn. Because if you do that, then you're kind of just stuck with okay, yeah, this sucks. Well, and you, you talk about how, like, so some other things, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, being on the Prowler, being in the journalism program at Stars Mill was one of your classes, as well as social life outside of school. And I know you also worked and all that kind of stuff. So, so like, how, how, do, you, how do you balance all that? Did, did it, were, were there times where it was out of balance? And, and how did you correct that? I think there are times where it got a bit too out of balance, but I think the one thing that I think everyone needs to realize if they have any sort of commitment that they want to put a lot of time to is that they can't forget, you can't forget who you are as a person. You have to know like exactly who you are, what you stand for, your core, your core ideals, because that's part of what I think is going to drive you. That's what drives me to do what I do, like when I, with my social life, with my school, with my work. Who I am as a person, that's going to drive me who I am. If I'm putting all these all these things and other obligations before that, you start really forgetting where you came from, what you want, what you want to achieve, what kind of person you want to be, and then you kind of the because the worst thing I think the biggest fear that I have is like losing myself, and when you losing yourself is a very scary thing, especially when you get really close to that. So that's why I say like making sure you have and making sure you cultivate your self-identity that's very important when you get to some problems like this because you are going to have some situations where things are going to be out of balance and you got to maintain all these things but if you know exactly who you are and exactly what you're setting out to do then that's half the battle there so so in those times like where, where things got out of balance or or the struggles or whatever what what did you fall back upon uh I, back, that's a backhanded way of asking. So who is Daniel Stackhouse? That's a really, it's a really big, vague question that I, I don't, you know. But like, so, so what did you fall back on? I think that's a pretty good thing. I mean, like, I, I am a religious man, and I know that some that some people will say that like they fall back on God, and like, and in my my sense, I would I say that as well because that because again, my Catholic religion is a part of my identity. But another part of that is, I ha- I have to understand that. I'm in a rough place that you have to you have to first understand that whatever's a problem you need to understand okay this is a problem where I'm at right now okay this needs correcting what needs to be done there after that is actually okay now that I know what it is I'm going to I'm going to understand that I'm going to respect that and realize that I'm not okay right now and then just take take the time you need to correct yourself and once you're ready you can start taking those steps back and i think that i think the fun part of getting back th- from those slumps and those rough times is the journey back because it's it's kind of like you're taking the you're taking i like to take the mentality of a fighter and just getting knocked down is an inevitability in life but you got to be you have to be able to get back up it doesn't matter if you're sl- if you're mentally strong or mentally weak but if you keep on get, getting back up you can, I think you can take on anything. And that's kind of been the case for me because 
in my situations where I've gotten knocked down, I've gone back up every single time. And if I can tell myself every single time throughout my life that when I'm down, okay, you're down, understand what this feels like, but when you're ready, get back up. All right, very cool, very cool. Um, any, any, again, we're, we're, you know, we're talking about your career here on the Prowler, all that kind of stuff. And obviously you're given some great life insight there. Um, stories, any, any, any of the stories that you've published that, that you would say you're most proud of? Like when you look back on, I mean, I don't know, you're, you're looking back on an expansive, almost 200 stories. Are there any that stand out to your life that you're like, you know what? I'm proud of what I did there. I'm proud of how that one turned out. No quit. The saw the football quarterfinal story I did in 2019. That was a fun story because I was like I, would, I was at a youth convention that that Friday when when former sports editor Ben Barkley was like, "Hey, I can't cover this this game," and you were like, "Hey, hey, Staggles, do you want to cover this?" I'm like, "Absolutely, I want to cover this." We were we were going up against a team. There was a lot of buildup with that game. Like, hey, what was going to happen? It was a fantastic game. It's probably one of the best games I've ever seen. But when I was leaving that stadium that night, I was like, I have to, I have to tell the story in the best way I can, and I had to real, I had to think, think about how I was going to do that. And then Sunday, I put the fingers to the keyboard, and I think what came about was it was a very, was a story that accurately depicted the tension and the excitement of the of not only throughout the game but those final moments that were so amazing to be a part of. So that was one thing. And I feel like I did a very similar thing with Ben Don't Break. No, let's back up a second before you go to Ben Don't Break. Like the no quit. Uh, remind our, our listeners of exactly which game you're talking about. Uh, it was the football quarterfinals versus Dutchtown. Okay, uh, that's what I thought you were going to say. That was the one where, I, where I'm pretty sure Dutchtown were the favorites and we upset them to go to Warner Robins, play Warner Robins in the semifinals. And gotcha. lost 55-3 at that right, game. Right, right. Fall of 2019. Yep. Got it. Good, good. And you were going to mention Ben Don't Break. Yeah, that was fall That was fall 2020. That was one of their preseason games. And that it was kind of in a situation where we didn't really – where we didn't know what was going to happen with the offense, where we knew our defense was really sturdy. And that was kind of a narrative that drove me because I was I was writing football literally week in and week out. I was like, what? That was what? At least two stories a week I was doing for football. Yeah, you had the column and you had the coverage, right? Yeah, so I had that going on. I feel like that was a narrative. And I feel like everything about this team and what they were capable of especially was reinforced with that game. And I feel like with that one in particular, it was not only it was an not only amazing game that was week three versus Union Grove at Union Grove. It was my first time doing anything extensive in McDonough since I moved from there in like two thousand nine. So it was fun. It was fun going back there. It was they had a lot of talent in the backfield that they had had to ride on, but and there were some concerns with the speed in our speed in our in our secondary. But a lot of the questions we had were answered because our offense had a, had a strong night. They ended up holding out pretty well. And the defense played amazingly, had one of the greatest stops I've ever seen. And again, it's just a, all about depicting that. And I think I depicted that in a very strong way, especially the ending where it was very close. It was like, okay, oh my gosh, I'm hyperventilating. What's gonna, how is this game going to end? So I think that's another, that's another one. But if we're talking about uh, features... Uh, I really liked A Tale of Two Teams, which I wrote about our boys and girls basketball teams of the 2019-2020 winter season, where they were on completely different path paths. And I'm not to I've been known to jab about the basketball team throughout my past two years, especially the boys, but they were not great 
at all in the 2019-2020 season. I don't think they won a single region game. They were doing really poorly, but they had some pieces that if they ran with those pieces, they could they could make make the playoffs and potentially have an even even stronger presence in the future. So that was that. And the girls team was just doing so amazing. It was fun to explain to people all the cogs they had working. Their starting five was amazing. They really had they had no weak points on their on the girls roster. So that was my first real analysis type piece where I really told where I was really telling, hey, the boys are pretty bad, here's why. And hey, the girls are really good and here's why. And it was it was very it was a very fun piece to write. And it was also my first awarded it was also the first time I got awarded for something, which was also really fun. And I think the last feature I wrote about coach softball coach Mark Williamson, that was a lot of fun. I've known him since my freshman year. And he's always been a great guy to me. And when I, because softball was the first store, first sport I was covering, he was always very approachable. Gave me some good interviews, and I thought being able to tell him tell him his story, regardless of it taking four months to actually post, because that was one we got the interview back in January, posted it last week. So that was a fun uh, procrastinating through other things I had to do, but and ended up coming out right on time with the softball tryout. So somehow. You know, I, I told you, I, you and I talked about a, a phrase I made up called the best cookies bake in the oven, so. Right, it just needed a little time, and again, the, the timing of that one all worked out and, and everything. So so four really good examples there, a couple of football, the basketball, and softball, that's awesome, man. Uh, when, uh, we're going to pause for a minute to hear from, from our advertisers and stuff. When we come back, uh, we're going to talk about looking ahead. The Prowler would like to thank the following sponsors for their continued support of student journalism at Stars Mill High School. Tim Monahan and Farmers Insurance, Mahaffey Orthodontics, Pinewood Inspections, Advanced Physical Therapy, and Search America. All right, so again, Prowler Advisor Justin Spencer is sitting down here with uh, now former sports editor Daniel Stackhouse. As, as painful as much as it hurts the, the teacher's soul and me to say that, um, you know, we, we, we've talked about, you know, accomplishments and struggles and, and some of the stories you're most proud of. I mean, we, we could spend a lot of time listing awards and state championships and everything that you've accomplished. Uh, it's been quite a stellar career for you. Um, but, you know, the, the big question is, all right, like, uh, what's next? Yeah, we know you're, you're going to Georgia Southern. Yes. Uh, in the fall, what, uh, what are your goals uh, for yourself, for your journalistic career uh, at Southern? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the first thing is just continuing to do what I do and do it and continue to find ways to make that stronger at Southern because they have a really good journalism program. They have the George Inn, which has been a publication for, I think, about a century at this point at Georgia Southern. So I think that's going to be a fun thing to write about because one, one of my first thoughts was like, okay, I'm going to write for... I'm gonna write for the George Ann, do some sports coverage there, and continue to see where I go from there. But I want to, I want to make sure that in general, that a big goal for me is making sure that I don't attach myself to my past accomplishments and my past identity because people change constantly, and that's, and I'm, I'm confident I'm not gonna, I'm no exception to that. To where I think if I keep on like. I keep on turning back to hey this is what I did in high school then I'm not really looking forward to the future and I think if I I think more than anything I just have to be able to keep an open mind to, and whatever I end up doing beyond college or, and even in college that's kind of all on continuing continuing to have a fresh state of mind because what I do with journalism I don't really know all I know is that I'm going to college I'm going to try and write some stuff 
And I want to keep myself. I want to keep myself open because because the thing that's the thing that would bother anybody and bothers me in, in some instances where I close myself in too soon, and then you close yourself to possible possible paths and situations that you never that you never really took a chance on. So that's something I I want to. I think more than anything, I'm keeping an open mind and being able to appreciate what's there for me. Well, and you've built you know you've built quite a, quite an interesting resume. You know from. Uh, obviously the writing side of things, but you've also obviously done podcasting and videos. You've even even done announcing here at Stars Mill, basketball games, softball, baseball, all that kind of stuff. Like, do you, do you, I I guess first I want to know how do you, how do you plan on continuing to broaden those opportunities for yourself, knowing that you've set such a good foundation and is, is because I hear you also talk about hey I don't want to like necessarily hole myself or wall myself into or box myself into a corner. Are, are we talking career in sports journalism? Or are you talking like hey I'm going to go into journalism at Southern and then kind of see what blossoms from there? I think really the latter because I think while I while I would love to work in the sports industry and do something in that I think that. I think just understanding, hey, this is what I'm going to start at, is good to understand. Hey, this could be a this could be a path for me to go down, or this can, or this can. Even if I I pick one, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a fan of this. I can always go back and pick an, and pick another one if I'm if I'm really feeling like my my gut's calling me to that. So I think it's mostly about staying. Is that I have built a really good foundation. I feel like that makes me even all the more confident in saying, hey. I have options, and I'm and I'm thankful. I'm beyond thankful for that. I'm thankful for the Prowler, thankful for everything you've you've done for me, Spencer. In the in the sense that I'm I do have many options, and I'm not exactly in a rush to pick one. Okay. Have you you know you talked about the Georgian and that kind of stuff, like looking at what they've done in the past, and you talk about their long history and everything. Is there anything that that you're hoping to develop or bring to that program? That maybe you've planted seeds for here. Well, I think uh, DJ Cadden, the guy who's I'm pretty sure is going to be the sports editor next year. He's a, I've been talking to him the past few months. He's a very he's a very great guy. He does a lot of great stuff. He's, he's he was done, on one of the uh, March Madness podcasts. Correct? Yeah, he's done a lot of features pieces. He's done a lot of coverage, a lot of fun features pieces. Like he did one about the first three, uh, the first three people of color to be on the Georgia Southern basketball team. Like that was, a, it was a very in-depth and great piece. He's a very, he's a very talented writer. Um, he's someone that I, I very look forward to working with. And I hope that with his, with what, what he, the tools he brings and the tools I bring to the table, we can work with that together and produce, produce content for the Georgian that continues to be a, be a reflection of what, of what sports journalism is. And this is straight up just continuing to tell the stories that are, unfolding right in front of us and I think you know that I know that's one of the things that we've talked about more and more over the last couple of years on the prowler is how like you you get to be one of the school's historians I mean and, and you you think about and you reference some of the great games that you've covered I mean you there's there's only one time that the Mark Williamson retirement story gets to be told and and your name is attached to it and like some of those great kind of moments where you get to be a, a historian for the school and I love hearing you say well I just got to tell the story I've got to tell the story like whether it's a a 22 to nothing blowout you know girls lacrosse game or whether it's you know down to the last play football game or whatever like I've I've got to tell that story and it and it becomes etched in the school's history 
uh, taking that approach, is there any advice that you would give to anyone who's interested in high school journalism or being on the prowler or taking this class or anything like that? Like if you've got someone out there right now who's listening to this or their parents are listening to this and thinking, hey, maybe you should look into this. What, what advice would you give a fellow Panther? Uh, first, straight up do it. I think that if you, you gotta, you gotta take the chance first of all, because uh, this isn't, this is kind of not here and there, but it kind of is. One of the regrets I don't have, one of the regrets I definitely have with Starsville is not doing a high school sport. And that's something I kind of carry with me. It's like, oh man, I wish I do that. I did that. But this is something I did and it's something I put a lot of commitment into. And it was like, wow, I was able to accomplish all this. I'm very, I'm immensely satisfied with the things I was able to do. And it's provided me a lot of outlook. It provided me a lot of possibilities for the future. So I say that if you're, if you have the opportunity and you're thinking about it, try, just give it a shot and give it every, give it what, give it everything you can. Cause like, I think one of the things I also learned is that like not everybody's going to be fully, fully all in at the first first moment. But if you at least like put start putting effort in at the get go, you can start realizing realizing hey, this may or may not be a thing I genuinely want to do and proceed. But as for me, this is a very fun thing to do. You get to talk to a bunch of players and coaches. It's awesome. It's it's a fast paced environment for sure. You've got to be you've got to be in touch and on top of a lot of things. But I think the payoff of being able to talk about it and write about it week in and week out, I don't think there's many things that can actually beat that. So I think that there's a lot of upside to doing Prowler and to partaking in sports journalism. And I think that if people, if students take a chance, that they'll find a lot of fun in it. Very cool. Very cool. Um, you know, I mean, we're talking, uh, you know, this Friday you're going to be walking across that stage, you know, graduating high school. Um, two years on the prowler, all that kind of stuff. Uh, what's 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 been? Uh, yeah, I guess one way to ask the question is, what's the biggest lesson you've learned? But like, what's your what's your biggest takeaway from all this? From high school in general? Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Well, I had a very I had a very interesting high school experience. I had a lot of highs and lows, and there's a, there's a lot of things I'm I'm so happy I've done, and a lot of things I'm I'm frustrated I didn't do. So in general, that. But those are the things that I'm gonna bear. But ultimately, I mean, high school is. I mean, at some point that, that you're gonna keep the you're gonna keep the good memories for sure, absolutely. But at some point, some of the dis, some of the and some of the bad memories, a lot of those just you're gonna for, you're just gonna forget about. And some in that ultimately that high school is going to be iffy for many people, and I know it was for me. But I'm not. But that doesn't devalue the great parts about it. It's the it's the going to games throughout week after week after week, month after month for the past two years. It doesn't take away those memories like seeing Kalen Sims fall at the end fall onto the end zone at the end of the Dutchtown game, or seeing or at all the students storming the field after the baseball semifinal. Those things are incredible, and I think the one thing that if I had to th- say anything that everybody, every student needs to understand is exactly what you told me in like the first week or two in our 10th grade literature class, first class I had with you. It's to be on the mountain. Is be- and I say that because there's so many interesting things that happen on a day-to-day basis. And I think it's easy to like not even notice them. So I think if you just, this is, just straight up just live because... 
things happen, and it's some things are good, some things are bad, and there's a lot of in between. But you're never gonna know if you don't just ex- exist through it all. It's a lot. It's a lot of crazy. It's a lot of th- a lot of things can be learned. I'm only I'm only 18, saying a lot of this, so I don't know if that. I don't know if that devalues what I say, or if it's, or if it means I'm mature beyond my years, or whatever it means. I've, I've learned a lot in these these past high school years, and I think that I'll I'll use them to make myself a better person down the road, and make sure that I continue to improve and become a better person two years from now, four years from now, ten years from now, however long I live, because it's, I think every life's a life worth living. Very cool. Well, and I like that you you know you, you obviously bring up the tenth grade literature and the Beyond the Mountain and all that kind of stuff. But you you referenced it earlier on, like you said, hey, you know, we were talking about your struggles and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, hey, when I'm struggling, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the mountain. I'm gonna be with those struggles, and I'm gonna work through those struggles. But like when I when I'm there on the sidelines watching the last play come down in front of me, I'm gonna I'm gonna be on the mountain. And I'm gonna be with that too. Or when you know when the baseball team storm in the field, or when I'm interviewing someone, or whether I'm sitting in class or whatever, I like that, that your idea there is like to just to just be with it, whatever it is, you know. And you talk about how like good or bad, just just be with it, or, or anywhere in between. I love that that uh, you know your your four years at high school and obviously our three combined years of working together have have brought you to that point, man. That that's cool. I think that's truly. Truly, a lesson uh, for for everyone, regardless of age, listening to this uh, is a great lesson there. So, yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, Stackhouse, it's fun, it's awesome that we got to sit down and do this. I really, really appreciate it. I thought, uh, you know, I thought it was a, a an appropriate way to kind of um, close out things. Now, granted, we know it's not completely closed because you got a little <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> state championship baseball game to be covering this week or a couple games. Um, uh, hopefully, hopefully some good games for us. But no, I really, really appreciate you coming in and sitting down and and, and doing this, doing this. But um, any final words uh, before before we close it out? Go Eagles and go Panthers. Awesome, man. Awesome. And that again is uh, now former sports editor Daniel Stackhouse, the man who's made quite a name for himself, not just on the Prowler, but here in Panther Nation and here at Stars Mill High School. You know from. From, from the bottom uh, of uh, my teacher soul, Daniel Stackhouse, man, thank you. Uh, it has been truly an honor um, to, to work with you these last three years. It truly has been. So uh, to everyone out there, again, remember uh, you can stay up to date to uh, everything Stars Mill related on theprowlernews.org. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Obviously, you can go to SoundCloud or iTunes to get the podcast. You can go to YouTube to get the videos and all that. Uh, We've got a few more things, or I guess maybe one more story we'll be posting this week, and then we'll take off the summer, and we'll be back at it uh, back in August. So, uh, again, on behalf of Daniel Stackhouse, this has been Prowler Advisor Justin Spencer. Wish you all a great, great day out there, and as always, go Panthers. Go Panthers.